0: Hello, everybody. This is Mark Kumar, your lifestyle entrepreneur and a proud founder of Simple Podcast Cloud, a platform that allows podcasters like yourself to ability to actually grow and not get penalized. With us, you have one account, one payment, and you get pretty much everything unlimited. And for today's podcast, we have another amazing author, expert, guru, whatever you wanna call him, he's gonna share with you some amazing things that's gonna help you take your podcasting career, expertise, whatever you wanna call it, to the whole next level. So please take your time to introduce yourself to our audience.
1: Sure. Hello, everybody. I want to take this time to, first of all, uh, say thank you for having me on your on your show this evening. And good morning, good afternoon, or good evening to you from wherever in the world you're watching or listening to this podcast. So if you do not know me already, that is fine, because my name is Aaron Richmond. I'm the host of the Aaron's Opinion podcast, found almost anywhere you get your podcast. The most important thing about Aaron's opinion is that I happen to be blind. I, I'm visually impaired, by the way, and my content and my audience are people who are blind. Henceforth, I'm far more concerned with audio for that for that reason. Most of my audience are blind people or people with disabilities. My content includes helping people with disabilities and mostly blind people tell their stories from all over the world. I've had guests, um, From so far, I've been podcasting for a year, so I've had guests from, uh, well, mainly all of the continent, most of the continents. I've had Asia, um, Nepal, I've had Europe, uh, Africa, Tunisia, Jamaica, and I really hope that you out there uh, would be maybe my next guest, um, and maybe later on in the show, uh, we could talk about how some of you could get in touch with me if you want to guess on Aaron's opinion. But by the way, if you don't mind me asking, where are you from and and and, and how, how did you get into podcasting?
0: Uh, talking about me, I am from Queens, New York, based out of a you know, wonderful city called the New York City. It's like 45 minutes away from the New York City. It's a place called Queens. And I love podcasting because I got into it simply because i listened to it for three consecutive years, all kinds of podcasts you can possibly imagine. I've listened from Facebook marketing, from your yoga to meditation and everything else pretty much under the sun. And I listened to them for three years, like I say. And then after three years, I felt like I have so much knowledge. I need to go and get that information out to other people, like people who helped me become a better entrepreneur. I wanna help other people to become a better person, entrepreneur, business person. That's how I got started.
1: Cool, excellent, excellent. Well, yes
0: actually we're not switching roles here you're the one who's getting interviewed not the other way around i know as a podcaster it's so easy like okay let me ask you this next question so i totally get that
1: (laughs) actually actually i always i always like to keep a keep a host or keep a guest on their toes it makes for an interesting and an active podcast where people can think about that actually i asked because i didn't know um i i didn't i didn't really know much i i didn't really know much about you until i saw you know your posts on, on Facebook. And then I got, I got, I got interested that way, but yes.
0: mm -hmm. Absolutely, man. So tell me like in your podcast, what kind of content do you share with your listeners?
1: Now I would say the content that I share is two things. Number one, my, my opinion. So that, so the first thing is that everything that I say on Aaron's opinion is my opinion. Um, I make a big point. That's really important for me to tell, to, to tell you that. If, if I'm saying something that's factual, I'll, say, I'll tell you it's a fact, but I, I do say at the beginning of many of my episodes that a lot of, most of what I'm saying are my opinions. My opinions can can include opinions about things that are going on in the disability community, different, different things that are going on socially in our country. I steer away from political stuff and rarely talk about it. And um, what happened was about a year ago, I was listening to podcasts like you were. I was listening to a lot of podcasts geared towards people with disabilities and people who are blind. And I discovered that you know what, I don't, like, I don't like these podcasts, I thought. I thought, eh, you know, I've got a lot of complaints and I'm quite a mouthy guy. I've got, I've, I've got a lot to say. So, you know, if I, have, if I have so many complaints, I should talk to myself on my own podcast, right? So about a year ago, I created a podcast under a different name, not Aaron's Opinion, and I started out by basically recording different monologues where I talk about different things. I mean, I've talked about everything from having a guide dog to educating people, to educating an Uber driver, educating a university professor, everything like that, everything under the sun. And then slowly but surely, you know, guests came to me in the, in the blindness community. Then I got into Apple, then I got into YouTube, and then it kind of built, built to where we are right now. So that's, that's how I got into this.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, so that is an amazing thing because I never heard of any of the podcasts that are out there that say, "Hey, my name is X opinion." So you definitely got that going for you. You know, it's a good thing that you have a lot of different opinions. So you have a great content. pretty I, much I, appre-
1: I appreciate that. Thank you. And I think one of my other podcast buddies, someone I know, actually the the Jamaican uh, podcaster who's guested with me many times, she said that the best thing, and this is very very wise, and I I agree with it. So it's it's a lot of wisdom. She said the best thing about having a show where you feature your opinion is that I'm showing you and I'm showing all of your listeners that I'm ready to listen to their opinion. And that's really really enlightening and really powerful.
0: Absolutely, man. So, so tell me this. I know you have a content about your opinion, but you could pick any topic out there. Right? In the past you have picked all the different topics. Which one that really stands out to you that you were actually, I guess if you want to call it opinionated more about it sure, over other sure. topics.
1: Um, I was really opinionated about a couple of things. I was really opinionated about probably some of my strongest opinions and most controversial episodes where I spoke about, you know, certain things that are going on in, in, in society. Well, you know, one of the things that I covered was how so many blind people and people with disabilities face discrimination, in my opinion, from Uber <laughs> drivers and, ta- and taxi cabs. And that it's a very serious issue and that a lot of people um, with disabilities are not, you know, are not feeling safe. And I've talked about that at length. Um, I've also, just, just to be fair, and just, and just to show both sides of the opinion, I've also seen a lot of YouTube videos from Uber drivers who will tell you, "Well, that passenger wasn't blind, but I was. Sur- I was surprised I survived the trip." So there are, <laughs> there, no, there are some, there are some YouTube videos of you of Uber and Lyft people where they've. Like, picked up some people that if I was cited, I wouldn't have picked up, I guess I wouldn't have picked up, picked them up. They were so crazy. But the, so I've, I've spoken, I'm, I'm very vocal about everything, very vocal about that issue. I'm very vocal about um, having, you know, people with disabilities go to university. Um, I, I have a degree in international relations um, and for, for personal reasons. Um, I live somewhere in the universe. That's a whole other story. Uh, I've done a lot of traveling and things like that. So I think anytime where I'm able to educate people about what's going on in society and the philosophy and other people's opinions about the struggles they're going through in their lives, that's always something that I enjoy. But any, any topic is a good one as long as you have an opinion. And I think and he,
0: in that sense, you can pretty much have an opinion about anything, which is a good thing for you because you will never, ever run out of content compared to some of the other people who have like very niche specific or inter-specific. Then you're like, hey, I don't know what else to talk about. Now I'm bored or I can't find any other topic to bring. And that's where most people struggle with creating a content. But in your case, you never will run out of opinion,
1: <laughs> which is a good thing. And, and, if, and, and, and actually the truth of it is, if I run out of opinions, I'll just start telling you what I think the facts are. (laughs) (laughs) See, there you
0: go. You got it, man. You got it. Awesome. (laughs) So how do you find your, rather not find, but let me, let's put it this way. How do you qualify your guest speaker who come on your shows to say, okay, this person is really good, but that person is not so much. So what is your process of
1: picking a guest? Sure, sure. The process is, in this day and age, anyone who breathes and can talk to me, they're on. So, you know, it's it's I'm pretty I'm pretty relaxed. I'm a pretty relaxed guy. I don't I, I know that I, I'm quite abrupt and a bit a bit odd and a bit a bit firm, but actually I'm secretly a really relaxed person as far as people approaching me on my, on my Facebook page for the podcast, people coming up to me, Hey, Aaron, can I guess with you? 99% of the time. Sure, man. Of course. When are you coming on? Um, but I, I do generally look for people who I, well, I look for anyone, um, whether you are blind, whether you have a disability, or if not, if, if, even if you're sighted or able-bodied, you're all, you're, everyone's welcome on my, on my show. It's just simply because of my target audience, most of the guests have been other people with disabilities. So nice. I think it's, but, but I, would, I would certainly love to have you on and any, anyone who you want to come on my show, my show is a welcoming place. no and no remember that.
0: Doesn't that, um, doesn't that keep you extremely busy if everyone can be on your show?
1: Actually, so actually it doesn't. And one of the reasons why, I'm, why I came out today was to maybe hopefully um, spread some more awareness for Aaron's opinion so that people know where to find it so that they can reach out to me. Because, you know, at any time I'm talking to, you know, three, four, five, six different people who want to be on. But then when it actually comes down to, okay... So let's set up an invitation. Well, I can't, and you know, people, you know, pe- 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 people get scared, and I, I completely understand. And they, 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 they disappear, and that's fine. But um, it's pretty hard to talk people into coming onto podcasts. I don't know why they're so afraid.
0: Really, I find yeah. that hard to believe. I thought for me, Elise it has been the opposite. People are like, oh, I want to
1: get on your podcast. Let's go. <laughs> Which is kind of strange. Well, well, it's it's strange either way. People. People do want to be on my podcast, but I think when it comes to socially, you know, the, the the full commitment, I think that's where they tend to kind of, you know, get a little get a little shaky and get a little nervous. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Enough,
0: I guess you know, not everybody is like up for having an opinion. I guess if you want to put it that way. And then you know, all right. So I understand. Right. So so you do you have a system in place? Like for example a let's say a person who's listening to this particular podcast whose name is joe and he wants to get on your show what is the process of getting on your show how well, does that work
1: sure joe well there's so there's two ways there, there's well there's several really the, the easiest the most direct way would be for joe to send it to send an email to aaron's opinion six at gmail.com, spelled exactly how it sounds. If you want more about that, you can put it in the description. They can also send me a message on the Facebook page for Aaron's opinion. Um, They could also reach out to me on Twitter. Um, I tweet out the episodes as I go along using Spreaker's uh, software. Um, They can reply to one of my tweets that way. They can DM me there. Um, I can send you more information about about those things. Um, But really, the most direct way would just be to email me. Um, Or they could even, they could even text me. I have a, I have a secret number, obviously not my real number. I have a fake number that people can text. Uh, But nobody's ever done that. And people seem a little seem to be a little scared about that. So,
0: I don't blame this, but what I find out is people will give you your their email before they will give you their cell phone number, which is the craziest thing. Like if somebody who's listening to this right, and they are in the dating market and like they, they want to go date another girl or boy, whatever, ask for their email. they are more likely to give you their email than they would give you their phone number, which is crazy, which
1: and it's it's the craziest thing, and I know why because actually, the email address is far more dangerous and you can gain a lot more information from someone's email than you ever would from just a number. But people don't, but people don't associate that because they, they associate in, you know, my iPhone, iPhone X max right here. They associate this number as being truly connected to me. Well, actually, it's really not. The email is far more important. So that's just, yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, there's a, like a long debate when we go into like email is dead and blah, blah, blah. Some people are like, no, it's still on. The no, it's alive. It, it, it's it definitely is, alive. It, it is definitely more, definitely alive because I can validate it. Like for example, if you book a flight, you are going to look for that damn reservation number in your email before you anything else, you know? Right. Especially when sure. you have an international flight going on, you know, there's so many other roadblocks in terms of text and everything else. But so definitely email is alive. So what is your process of, uh, let's say you have somebody on your show, you recorded your episode, Zoom, Skype, Whatever software. Yeah, that Skype. You've
1: yeah, Skype I'm, yeah, Skype. I'm done. I, I've I, I've shifted away from Skype. I'm sure it's great, but I've I've kind of shied away from Skype. Uh-huh. So I'm just I'm just into the Zoom now. So yeah, I mean, basically the process is I keep it I keep it really, really natural and just really flowing. Where right? I just record, I simply record, upload it into um, upload it into Spreaker, and then Spreaker distributes. And then I publish and things things like that. So it's a combination of of using the recording features, using the distribution, and then hoping for luck. A lot of it's a lot of it's <laughs> luck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow!
0: I have never heard of someone say that it's hoping for luck. So, but I like the I like I like your flow though. It's like you have this raw conversation, which most people I know, at least the conversation that we have in here and everybody else that I know of, they appreciate the rawness of the conversation as compared to the bullet point, question one, two, three, four, and we're done. Like you cannot get a lot of content out of that.
1: No, you, you certainly cannot. And I do think luck is involved. You know, certain times people are more, more likely to listen to certain episodes. That's why when I, when I create titles for my episodes, I, I try to summarize them in one word. Because people are more likely to remember a title if it's just one word, you know that's a lot more distinctive than three words. So okay. I make sure to do you know one-word titles or very short titles that try to catch you know try to catch the audience audience attention and try to encourage them to listen. So yeah. So
0: how would I'm just curious, just sure. curiosity or my own. Sure. How would you title this episode? <laughs> Maybe I'll just use it. <laughs>
1: how about how about. About just, our, op- op- our sure. episode that we I have would say, it. I would say, I would say just a raw conversation.
0: Just a raw conversation. It does not get any easier, simpler, and more authentic than that. Just a raw conversation with a person who has a lot of opinion.
1: <laughs> How does that sound? That sounds pretty brutal. <laughs> just a, just a, wait a <laughs> minute, even better, even better, even better. Okay. Just, just a raw conversation, colon. a few opinions. <laughs> <laughs> all right i would consider it <laughs> that's that's pretty good that's uh, that's something that i would come up with just to a raw conversation colon a few opinions. A oh, few opinions.
0: <laughs> and consider it done. That would be the title of this particular podcast. And you are going to have a ball with that one. And then, all right, cool. So you don't do any post production, obviously, would you say, which is great because raw conversation is what we're talking about. And then you upload it to your platform, which is speaker. And then after that, do you, well, like you said, you just hope for the luck, but do you do any kind of marketing and like social media and things of that nature?
1: I mean, I- I mean, it's on. I mean, every episode is published onto my show's Facebook page, so that's okay. that's a really good place for people to go and learn about everything I've done. Is by going to the Facebook page of the show, that okay. would give them all the information. So each episode is automatically, you know, pub pushed out and published. So that's counts for a lot of the marketing, um, okay. and that's that's how I I reach my re- reach my audience. The okay. other th- the other thing, the other trick is that I go through my different interest groups that I'm on. And I basically contact other podcasters. I, if I watch their video, I say, you know, that was a great video you did. I want to talk about it on my podcast. you want to come on my podcast? And I rope them into it that way. Or, you know, there's, there's a lot of little, little tricks and a lot of little um, strategies for getting, for getting people to come on.
0: Oh, my God, you just opened up a can of worm. Please do share more of those strategies. (laughs) I'm curious.
1: So so here's, okay, so here's what you got to do. So you got to look at, so now, of course, now, again, guys, I don't, you know, I don't know you, you don't know me, but if, but, but, but if I knew you, I would, I, I would tell you, look, focus, only focus on talking to your audience, 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 and then after that, audience, audience, audience. Look at what groups those people are on in Facebook and basically gently stalk them, cyber stalk them until you figure out where these people can be found. And by found, I mean what groups they are a member of. Start scrolling through those groups because you'll notice There are other people with that are also interested in my content. There are other people that share these interests and communicate with those people. The other thing that I do is anytime someone likes a video, comments on a video, likes an episode, I make sure to reply to that person. Hey man, thanks for liking the comment. Uh, do you want to come onto my show? How are you today? You know, I talk directly to the people who show me the most motivation and most interest. And I found out that it, that, that slowly and definitely, but surely it works. If it hadn't, I wouldn't be talking to you. I wouldn't have figured out that you have to slowly but surely come out of your shell and talk to people and figure out what's going on because there's a lot going on in this community.
0: Absolutely, man. I think you hit it right on the head where you literally have to get out of your own shelf and get yourself out of the way because there are plenty of opportunities especially this podcast community I know I started even last year last year in November and so far I absolutely had the pleasure of meeting so many different people from so many different countries and I never would have had the opportunity to do so if I hadn't started the podcast so right
1: yeah it's really amazing and it's, it's it's it just boggles my mind I mean I'm an online English teacher by the way I work for company x I've been working there for five years um, and, you know, I thought teaching English was global. Well, well, goodness, podcasting is really a booming thing all over the world. I mean, I've had this podcast in, I've had people on my podcast from Guinea, uh, n- not Guinea. Um, um, oh, uh, Gambia. I've had Ghana. I've had, um, uh, you know, Tunisia, everybody around the world listens to a podcast. So that's why no matter where in the world you are or no matter what you're doing, there's someone who's willing to listen to you and there's also someone that you would like to listen to. And that's where it gets really interesting.
0: Absolutely, man. So uh, yeah, totally agree. So, you know, I I think one of the challenging part, maybe you have encountered it if you have worked with international group is like trying to keep the time zones and not going insane. Because I had one of uh, a few of the occasions where, there was a time result of 11 to 14 hours. I stood up one time at like one o'clock in the morning just so I could record a podcast.
1: <laughs> so what I, what I start, and it's, it's interesting you say that, because what I started out doing originally is I started out getting into a pattern where I would only record after work, you know, kind of as, which by the way, podcasting for me is a hobby. Um, it's a hobby and it's a service that I, that in my opinion, it's a service that I do for the world to to hopefully educate people and make people feel better. So that's why I'm doing it. And I started recording, you know, after I got dinner and, you know, it kind of in the evening time in Ameri- you know, Eastern time, New York. Well, over time, um, I got a couple of British people who were willing to stay up past midnight and stuff like that. But then it came down to, well, I got people who are really far away, and the zones are really unfair. You, I'm, I'm not asking someone to get up at 3 in the morning to record. So lately, I've been trying to kind of be a little bit more flexible with time. But with Zoom, you know, you can easily see, you know, it shows that it shows the host time. That is one, one thing that I've noticed. The Zoom meetings show the host time, and people get confused about that. Um, the other thing that I have always tried to do with people who are able to do it is just use the universal clock. But a lot of people don't know what that is. If they do, it makes it really simple, but uh, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I used to do that with a time difference, whatever, like I said, and mm-hmm. I agree with you, the, the time difference is crazy. So now I use Calendly, which just automate the whole damn thing. I just, I just put whatever, whatever time, uh, time available that I am, and people can book it from there. And then the Calendly will, adjust whatever time zone mm-hmm. that there are, right? This is a wonderful yeah.
1: service. Right, which which is a service, I, I mean, I, I would ask, I would wonder why isn't the Zoom software just automatically doing it? it? It should be, that shouldn't even, the time shouldn't even be an issue now, but I don't
0: well, know. It, you yeah. would think so, but you know, everybody has their shortcomings, that's why there's a golden opportunity for another service to come and take that market share.
1: Right, exactly, exactly.
0: Cool. All right, so mm-hmm. tell me this, Aaron, Everything that you know right now, all the knowledge, all the experience, good, bad, ugly, wherever you are in your life right now, if a younger version of yourself asks you for advice and say, hey, I want to get to where you are faster, what advice will you give your younger self?
1: I would tell my younger self to listen to what people have to say who are more knowledgeable than me, because anytime I've done it and figured out who the more knowledgeable people are, my podcast has benefited, my teaching has benefited, I've benefited from it. So listen, be willing to be an active listener. Oh, my
0: really good advice because most people don't listen they just want to talk 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 and and i know and
1: then we and then we end up you see and then we end up with a society with with a lot of problems and nobody listens
0: absolutely man absolutely so Mm -hmm. yeah that's a really good advice solid advice and part two would be and what is the thing that you're so passionate about and you're working on nowadays
1: well, I'm, I'm really passionate about expanding Aaron's opinion to, to your audience, to the world, and to just keep, keep the success going, keep doing what I'm doing because it's all positive. So just basically keep, keep podcasting and just see how many different interesting new people kind of surface into that email or into the, onto that messenger, you know, see what characters around the universe show up, you know. All right,
0: cool. And uh, right along that line. So what motivates you to keep going? Meaning you see a certain kind of analytics stats, whether it be a number of download lists. The the
1: analytics, sure, sure. The analytics is not the motivation. The motivation is me knowing that at Aaron's opinion, I helped one person. I helped a million others. Well, you your help tonight? 2 million people are helped by Dawn. That's the motivation. That's the reason for Aaron's opinion.
0: That is very well said, my friend. And with that, I want to thank you so much for being on my show and being the Simple Podcast Cloud team. Truly thank you. And you have said it best helping other people just change their life. That's the message that we also want to encourage other people to do. So the last thing I want to do is just give you the floor to share anything that you would like to do, like to share, and then tell other people how they can get in touch with you or more importantly, how they can listen to your podcast.
1: Sure, everybody. So to listen to Aaron's opinion, which I do recommend actually... I think you should listen before you reach out. So to listen, you can go to Apple, iTunes, Spreaker, Spotify, all the major, most of the major platforms around the world were probably there, along with YouTube, uh, Twitter, and all of that. But yeah, check us out. Take a listen. And then, since you want to be a guest on my show, uh, email aaronsopinion6 at gmail.com, or you can send a message uh, to the Facebook page for Aaron's Opinion. And, uh, or you could even comment below on my YouTube channel. I will either way, however you reach out, I will reach out to you. I'll reach back to you. And I look forward to having a lot of new guests. I thank you, Mark um, Kumar um, for giving me this opportunity. So thanks everybody.